Hello everyone, today we're talking about IELTS Speaking Part 2 strategies. So in particular we're going to look at what this even is. So what is the IELTS Speaking Part 2? The strategies that you can implement to improve and then what you can actually do to improve your answers starting from today. So what this is. Um, so. Um, in IELTS, you have three speaking parts. We have already done an episode all about speaking part one. I'm going to link it in the show notes. You can see that. And then we're also going to have one on speaking part three. But for now, we're going to look at this one, speaking part two, where you will be given a topic or it's also called a cue card which is literally a piece of paper where you will have a statement more than a question and a few bullet points of things that you can mention when you talk about this topic. For example, it can say something like, describe a plant grown in your country. You should say what the plant is, where it is grown, why you like or dislike it and explain why it is important to your country. You will have one minute to take some notes on the topic and then you will be asked to talk about it for one to two minutes. The examiner will interrupt you when the time is up. Now, don't worry if you have no idea what to say on the topic. This requires practice. Um, I will talk about it with uh, the strategies, of course, but there are a few recurring topics. So my suggestion is to work on those primarily. Obviously, you should work on different topics as well, but you can focus on that. So um, I know that speaking for so long in English on an unfamiliar topic can be quite challenging. You might think, oh, but one to two minutes, it's probably more two minutes than one. Uh, well, but two minutes is not that long. Have you ever tried it? Because when you are in the exam setting, you know, the pressure is on, you're sweating, you don't really know what you're saying, you're thinking about how correct your sentences are, if your vocabulary is wide enough and... Um, if your pronunciation is clean enough, am I talking too fast? Am I talking too slowly? Two minutes can be quite slow, especially if you don't exactly know what we're talking about. So here are a few strategies that you can use. First of all, biggest mistake I see is students write a script of what they want to do. Don't do that. Write keywords. If you have a, an idea, just write it down in keywords. My suggestion is to write down two to three things that you would like to mention or talk about and the vocabulary related to it only if you think of something special, okay? If you think of the word cat, you, you don't need to write that. But if you think of a specific 
word related to the topic that you've studied when you were following the plan because when you study for IELTS you should be following a plan and you should have uh, let's say a vocabulary planner basically that tells you which words you should study each day and they they should be divided by topic and nature and environment is one of those so you will have things to talk about but unless you think of a specific word or idiom or collocation just leave it don't waste your time also you don't have to talk about everything on the card okay if you have no idea where it is grown don't try to focus on that okay however it can be useful for you because in that way you don't waste time planning too much planning on uh, thinking of other things to say coming up with more ideas you don't need to do that then one thing that you definitely need to pay attention uh, to is using different tenses if you just use the present simple then your grammar score is going to be really low then don't stop talking if you can't think of anything you should use those sentences that you are learning that you're studying such as uh, this is a very interesting question i've never really thought about it but and then at least you have spoken for like three seconds and then maybe has given you the time to come up with half of it of of an idea which is better than nothing also control your speed don't go too fast because that will um lower your pronunciation and intonation score because it will be more difficult for the examiner to understand you but don't go too slowly because it shows that you have zero confidence you're just trying to waste time because you have no idea what to talk about related to this is to watch your pauses don't remain in silence for like 15 seconds and pay attention to <clears throat> all the things that you say for example and things like that because it happens very often when you are preparing for the IELTS and you might think well but how do I know if I'm doing that easy solution record yourself with your phone and yes you might think well I don't want to do that I'm not going to do that I hate that so how do you plan on improving I know it's uncomfortable I know you don't want to hear your recorded voice, I get that, but you need to. You will get used to it. It will never be magnificent to hear your voice, but it will get a little bit better and you will be able to pick all of, the, all of these things up and mistakes as well and lack of synonyms and lack of range of um, grammatical structures. Next point, organize your long sentences. Don't have a sentence which is basically a three sentence paragraph. It is not organized, it's too long, and it's probably really confusing. Break them up with questions, for example, or use transition words. Again, they should be, pla they should be planned in your diary, basically. They should be part of your IELTS plan lie if you need to 
Okay, next point is to lie about the question, well, about the answer if you need to, because the actual content of your answer is not a criteria. Okay, if it asks you, tell me about your best friend and you happen not to have a best friend, nobody cares. Like the examiner does not care about the content of your answer, lie about it. Next point is to know how you are assessed. So let's look at that. Um, um, you are evaluated on four parts of your spoken English. So you have fluency, vocabulary, grammar and pronunciation, and each part carries 25% of the mark. And as you can see, there is no mark for ideas or content. Now let's look at this. What does fluency means? Effort or ease of speaking? Hesitation. So, so for example, exactly what I was talking about, when you pause and you go like, um, mm, mm, which is kind of annoying after a while. Use of connectives and discourse markers. So for example, and, so, however, that's why, that's the reason why, although, etc. And then the ability to develop a topic. Then we go uh, on to vocabulary, where we have range of vocabulary, obviously accuracy. So are you using the words correctly? Or maybe are you using false friends? Um, use of idiomatic vocabulary and collocation. So for example, um, we, in English, we would say heavy rain, not big rain, but in some languages you might say big rain. However, if you say heavy rain, that's a very good use of collocation. Uh, or in English, we say someone has a thick accent and uh, not a, I don't know, strong accent. And then last one is paraphrase, which means that you say things in another way, which also means range of vocabulary because you're probably going to use different synonyms and maybe different tenses, which is amazing. And this brings us to grammar. Here, you should be able to use simple and or complex structures and flexible use of these structures mistakes uh, don't really impact on understanding okay maybe you use will instead of going to in the future nobody has died don't worry we have understood what you meant you're not using the past instead of the future and then we have the pronunciation so range of features so for example word stress intonation and connected speech control of all of these features and obviously easy to understand. Now, all of this will depend on the mark, the final mark that you are looking to get. But for example, if you want to come and study in the UK, usually the overall mark is 5.5, 6. Some bachelors um, also require a 6.5. Um, but obviously, you might get like an eight in speaking and that get a five in writing. This is really, really, really common. Um, so it's really useful to try to get a higher mark in speaking because it's a little bit easier than writing. 
So what can you do to improve? Well, obviously, speak, 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 find in any occasion possible to practice with anyone. It doesn't matter what you're talking about. Then you need to try to practice for IELTS specifically. Actually, not try, practice for IELTS specifically and get feedback if you can, according to the most common topics. It's really easy to find them. You can just Google them, but just to, just to give you an example, you might have nature and environment, sports, art, culture, food, relationships. So you can find questions on all of these topics on the internet. Uh, I always recommend my students to use authentic material and uh, materials that come from Cambridge uh, themselves and not something else. Then, as I was mentioning before, you need to record yourself and listen back because although it's uncomfortable, you will get used to it and it will be extremely useful for you to understand the kinds the kinds of mistakes and errors you're making if you need to work more on pronunciation on grammar on vocabulary on your confidence etc and then you need to learn and revise new vocabulary remember not to learn too many words per day again stick to your plan that the teacher gave you because that's important don't try to learn 50 words a day is never going to work. Pick, let's say, 15 new words and idioms and collocations, okay? And then the next day and then three days after that and then seven and then 14 days after that, you need to revise those. Now, it's up to you to understand how you want to revise those. Um, you can use websites such as Quizlet and Memorize to use flashcards or you can create your own flashcards or your own spreadsheets on Google Sheets. You can do whatever you want, but you need to revise vocabulary. Learning new vocabulary doesn't just mean using lists. That can be useful for the IELTS. Make sure that you understand the context because we've said that you need to be able to use those uh, words accurately. So, Make sure that you have one or two example sentences so that you know the context when you can use those. Make sure that the pronunciation is okay. And to check that, you just can use a, a monolingual dictionary, for example, Oxford's Learners Dictionary or a Cambridge Dictionary or Longman Dictionary. You can pick the pronunciation that you want. It doesn't matter. It can be British, American, Australian, Canadian. It doesn't matter. Uh, but it needs to be it needs to be correct and when you learn vocabulary as i would say it is not just lists it's also when you read and when you listen because those are all things that you should be doing when you're preparing for the ielts okay so remember to also listen to the episode all about uh, speaking part one all about the strategies and then keep an eye out for speaking part three strategies and if you have any questions I on writing I also have a few episodes about those 
Remember, this how this episode is also useful, not just if you're preparing for the IELTS. These are kinds of exercises you can do also if you just want to improve your English. Actually, these are amazing exercises. So I highly recommend those to everyone. I hope this was useful and I will talk to you very soon. Bye.